You've tuned into Geek Elite Radio. Good luck. My name is Oliver Queen. My name is Barry Allen. You're blind, but you see so much. Everything we've been doing, it all leads here. Suit up. Jim Gordon, GCPD. I hear good things about you, Counselor. Harvey Dent. Likewise, about you, Detective. You think you know me, but I've never been more than what each of you has created. <laughs> Just look at the flowers. Welcome back for another episode of Televised Heroics. We've been gone for the last couple weeks, but we're coming back to you with episode 80, the beginning of season three for us. Daniel, how does it feel? Pretty good. I'm so surprised that we're going in, uh, you know, seasons. Well, I mean, it's just, uh, I mean, we watch TV shows. TV shows come in seasons. It's, It's a good way to put it, I think. It is. I guess we're in pair with Supergirl then. Season three. Uh, I, I, yeah, I guess that that would be true. We, we, I guess we started around the same time. Crazy. <laughs> Does not feel like that much time has you know flown by. I mean, it would would it also be in line with uh, Fear the Walking Dead? Aren't they on season three right now? Oh, that's true. So, uh, which is one of the shows we'll be talking about tonight. We're going to talk about that. Talk about the season finale of Preacher and. We have a couple episodes of Gotham to talk about. Yeah, uh, I mean, the most show uh, the show I'm most excited about is Preacher. <laughs> yes, yes, Preacher is pretty awesome, and uh, yeah, I can't wait to talk to talk to you about that because uh, I think we got a few things to talk about with that. Um, also, uh, we got to talk about what if we're going to be doing what kind of shows we're going to be doing. Coming up here in this in the uh, the fall season because we got some extra shows popping up, like The Gifted and Inhumans. Inhumans, yeah. See if those actually if if they last. If there is something that we're gonna we're gonna need to talk about, if uh, we're gonna want to include them in the uh, the the shows that we talk about. I mean, we can. Uh, I know The Gifted would probably fall in line closer to Legion since you know it's a you know, X Men show. Yeah, it'll probably be closer in 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 subject like to Legion, but I don't think it's going to be the right. same in tone. I don't think anything ever is ever going to be the same as as Legion in tone. No. Yeah, that show is all over the place. I mean, so is Preacher, but we can get into that later. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, yes, that's true. Um, so you know, if if we get some uh, input from our listeners of what if there's shows that we want they want us to focus more on, or uh, less on, we we can. Well, if we if we watch the shows, we'll definitely at least talk about the big moments in those episodes. Um, try not to recap any episodes uh, like we have in the past. Just more of uh, talking about the big moments and you know what it means for further down the line for those shows. Right. Uh, with that being said, did you have any expectations for Gifted or Inhumans? Um. Well, I mean, Inhumans, I kind of already had low expectations. And then all the reviews and rumors that came out kind of, you know, made, made me want to have, uh, you know, keep and stay with those uh, low expectations. So I'm not that excited about Inhumans. 
Um, but the gifted, uh, I think that could, that has potential. That could look pretty pretty cool. Uh, what are your thoughts on these? Uh, I well, like I I've said in the in past podcasts, I got to see a a bunch of clips of Inhumans at San Diego Comic Con, and yeah, it was pretty dismal. It looked pretty terrible. Um, uh, definitely saw pretty shoddy looking camera work and makeup. I don't know if it just was they hadn't added in their CG yet, and it, it's going to eventually look better, but it looked pretty bad. Um, and Ugh. and then it sounded like everybody that got to go see the episode for free at San Diego Comic-Con at the Horton Theater, uh, they did not like it either. So uh, we'll have to see what, what those what this the show ends up looking like. All right. As for the gifted... Yeah. Uh, I don't know. It's like, I like the idea of the show and it's interesting that they're not going with any major main characters from, you know, the X-Men universe. They kind of created their own characters for this, this show, except for Polaris. Polaris is going to be heavily involved or at least involved at some capacity. It sounds like, and she is going to be Magneto's daughter in that show. Yeah, from the article that was posted earlier last week. Yeah. So that, that So do you think they're going to reference him directly or anything at all? I think they'll at least reference him. Uh will we have, will we see a Magneto on the show? I doubt it. Right. I don't think we'd see Magneto on the show either. Just like just like I don't think we'll ever see Xavier on Legion. Right. I mean, and he was referenced and mentioned but you know, that's the extent of it. Yeah, but he wasn't mentioned by name. He was only mentioned by, like, uh, like by stick figure. <laughs> yeah. But that is, that is interesting to think about, that the 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 son of Xavier is on one show and the daughter of uh, Magneto is on the other show. Yeah, I didn't think about it that way until you brought it up right now. Yeah, neither did I. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, talking about some shows that we watch and talk about, though... Uh, my, Jeffrey Dean Morgan has come out and said that he would love an episode of The Walking Dead to focus on the backstory to Negan. Now, do you think that do you take that as that he wants to show what Negan was doing before the zombie apocalypse broke out, or just more of Negan up to the point where we met him, like after the zombie apocalypse, up to where we met him? Um, you know how the governor had those maybe three or four exit episodes after the one of the mid-season finales? Um, I think that's what he's wanting, so kind of like a prequel, um, like you mentioned, leading up um, from starting at the zombie apocalypse leading up to where we meet him on the show. Kind of like showing how he rose to power and like how it is that so many people follow him kind of thing? Yeah, exactly. Oh, how would you feel about that? Uh, I mean, the comic book did it. Um, they did it for a couple of issues. Um, I think it was like four or five pages at the end of every issue. That was a prequel comic to uh, to Negan. And and how did they handle it? Like, what are some of the things that you saw uh, in those issues that would pertain to the show now? Um, probably. I mean, I didn't read them, so I actually can't really oh, okay. tell you. Yeah, tell you anything about that. So wrong person asked. No problem. You know, I I would, uh, I would wonder what it would be the, you know, what would be 
something that translated over well um, and whether or not they'll, they're going to end up keeping it. So, uh, or how much they'll change it, but that's, that's definitely interesting. So yeah, what, what are your thoughts on that? Well, I mean, I, I'm always for setting up more backstory for, for characters, um, seeing the missing time that we didn't, we never got to see. However, I like that the walking dead doesn't spend a lot of time in the past and we build our characters in the present and cuz you know the people that they were are definitely different from the people that they are now. Right, that's true. I mean, even when we got introduced to Enid, we got her whole intro in like the first 5 minutes of the episode. Yeah. And she's definitely I mean, it it it, it you can see how that influenced her character of, you know, survive by any means or what was it? Just survive. I forgot her little saying. Just simply survive. I think so. Yeah, Sounds about right. Yeah, something like that. So, uh, you know, it it showed you know what it is she's willing to do, or you know what she's willing to do to st- to stay alive. So, um, I you know something like that could be good for for Negan, but I think we we kind of already. Ha- I know. I guess if he did something, it would definitely give him more of a a 3d persona. Whereas right now people, most people probably just, well, I don't know. That's the, the big, the big thing about him is that a lot of people fall on two different sides of Negan. Like some people hate him and think that he's, he's, he's bad. And some people think, well, he's doing exactly the same thing that Rick did, you know? Yeah. I disagree. I don't think that's true, but there are people out there that, <laughs> that believe that. I actually want to know these people. I want to talk to them. Like, why do they think that? <laughs> why is it that you think that? Cause you know, Rick has never done some of the things. He doesn't have a harem of women. <laughs> he doesn't torture people unless, you know, it's necessary. He doesn't burn, you know, their faces so they have a permanent mark. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Uh, talking about The the Walking Dead, though, uh, the show that's on right now is Fear the Walking Dead, which returned for season three, part B. I yeah, part B. Yeah. Um. You know, we we're coming back from the 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 effects of Otto being killed and his head being turned over to um, Walker and those yeah. people, and then now the idea is that the the tribe is going to live on Otto's land with uh, the rest of the people, the survivalists. Yeah, and after everything, you know, the history that the family has with uh with walker's tribe and you know it's just gonna cause some problems i don't think it was the best uh decision on madison's part you know oh you don't think so no i mean yeah otto and troy they're you know they are threats but i think with them out of the picture um, it would have been more level-headed, and I think they would have been perfectly fine. I think they could have eventually, if they needed to, could have fought off the tribe as well. See, and I think that the the tribe was just too too big for a lot of the people that have lived on that on Otto's land since the apocalypse happened. Like this, this is like a return to um, those like uh, who's in The Walking Dead. The um, you know, those few people from Alexandria that, you know, never had to survive outside of the walls. Uh, and then they got themselves killed when, you know, when they went out 
and stuff. They needed Rick and his team to teach them how to fight. So I think the same thing would have happened, even though they're they're supposed to be quote unquote survivalists and you know they have their guns and stuff. I don't think they were equipped um, strategically to take on Walker's people. All right, I see where you're coming from. But I don't know, you know, Troy's friends, they're kind of like a militia of their own. Yeah, and but it, they don't really, do, do, when you see them move, do they really seem like they're trained like a militia, like like a military unit? They they are a militia, and but that's not a, that's not a, a trained group. That's true. And actually, when they do, you know, runs and scouts, um, yeah, you're right. Right. But, which is funny because when we first met them and they were at, out at the that base, they definitely worked a lot better. They worked more like a military group than they do they did they do when they're back at the farm. Yeah, which is really odd and makes no sense. I wonder if I wonder if a lot of them just got killed off, like you know how we saw the one dude get pulled through the the air conditioning grate. Yeah, that's true. And since uh, that that base did get overrun, that could be a possibility. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I, we just really don't know what is the the best or what what the outcome. You know, who was who who was that got killed killed off there at, in that situation, and who who lived. I mean, obviously, um, Travis and whoever else was in the helicopter died. So right. And well, I guess yeah. no. The helicopter didn't die, right? They, or the the girl died. Yeah, uh, Travis died in the helicopter. I mean, he well, jumped off and he I think jumped it's out. Yeah, now. yeah. But what's his face? The the one brother lived. He he made it. Oh yeah, that's right. After the helicopter got shut down. Yeah. Huh. So okay, um, <laughs> I just I mean, obviously now. Uh, Troy is the one that's causing the most trouble and you have the big a big character change for Nick because he's no longer this laid back druggy dude he he's all about being part of the militia and and you know doing what needs to be done I know but half of the time he even told his sister that he didn't want uh, he told Isha that he didn't want to be part of that, you know, at all. So then do you think this is like a, it's like his new substitute for, for drugs? Like, he, I mean, I imagine he's all, he, he used to be like, I don't really want to do drugs either, but I do them. So it's, it's like, he's addicted to this thing, to this thing now. I, I mean, it, it would make sense because we've seen him jump from one thing to another thing to another thing as the season has gone by. That's true. Um, because it, because I mean, it felt like he needed to get his adrenaline rush when he would walk, you know, walk with the walkers, right? Yeah. So, yeah, he's just substituting his addiction for another addiction. Maybe he he's uh, liking the power boost and the ego by being, you know, a leader of this Troy's followers. I guess you could call it. Uh, do you find it weird that? I don't even remember her name at this point anymore, but the, the girl that he was in love with at the beginning of the season, it, like she left and he hasn't even talked about her again since. Or bothered looking for her. Or bothered looking for her. Yeah, I think it's a little bit odd. Do you think they're setting that up for seeing her again later? 
if anything, we'll, we might see her back as a zombie. <laughs> Pull the old uh, Sophia, huh? Yeah. <laughs> um, speaking of people that you didn't think we'd see again. Uh, Strand? Strand, yeah. Kim and... Uh, Kim. Kim Dickens. Uh, <laughs> Madison and Walker go off on a, uh, a water collecting journey because water hunt <laughs> yeah, water hunt thank you <laughs> i couldn't think of the word hunt uh madison discovered basically through documentation that there's not enough water to sustain everybody for that much longer uh, i think they said six weeks six weeks yeah and uh so they go south now did you get the impression that they were that close to the mexican border when they know were- that they even said Mexicali, you know, that's what they're going to go. And that's what an hour away from Yuma. Yeah, it's an hour away from Yuma. But like, I, I don't know. To me, it seemed, I thought that the, the Otto's ranch was somewhere in Colorado. I, I knew that they were in California. I just wasn't sure what part. Oh, so they are in Cal. Okay. Yeah. That's, I mean, they got there quick, like, and I mean, I guess it's not like there's going to be any traffic, so that's not that big a deal. But they got to where they, they wanted to go, and then, yeah, they meet up with Strand, and then Strand introduces them back to Danielle. Yep. Uh, and he's pissed. <laughs> I can't believe he almost thought he, he did shoot Strand, right? Yeah. But he didn't And then he saw everybody else come out, and they're like, oh, hey. It was funny because, you know, Strand had promised him his daughter before and he did, he couldn't deliver. So that's why he, you know, he told Strand to get out. But now Madison's back and she can deliver his daughter, but he doesn't want to yeah. go. Yeah, because he can't leave the, the dam. He made that promise to that lady that runs it. So what do you think about that situation? What do you think about the dam? It's gonna be, it's gonna get overtaken. It's gonna be overrun. By who? I don't know. I've Madison kind of also seems like she's doing whatever it means to survive. So what if she ends up betraying the people? So you think she's gonna, she's gonna come back with her family and try and take over the dam? Yeah. Interesting. I mean, obviously, they already are trying to stave off just the people that live around there because they're going a little crazy. Um, I mean, they obviously have a whole lake full of water, which should last them a while, I would think. But, um, you know, Daniel had to shoot a couple people because they were getting a little bit greedy. greedy. Yeah. Aggressive. Thank you. Uh, And then Daniel's friend, uh, I don't remember his name, but you know, he wasn't liking that too much because he's all about, (laughs) you know, making it all free for the pe- all the people. And then he called him. He's like, what are you doing? Why'd you shoot the people? We told you not to shoot the people. And he's like, hey, man, I, I saw what they were going to do. They were going to go for him. She did get injured. So Yeah, she did. There is that. But at the end of it, she she did end up saying that Daniel had to go and be with his, his daughter, right? Right. That was but the agreement with if, Madison? If you go... Uh... Yeah, I think so. But, but she did tell him that if he goes, like he he has to promise not to come back as well. 
stupid. <laughs> Uh, I mean, I think this is one of the things about this show that people don't like is that there's so many balls in the air at one time. And maybe it's because the the show feels like it needs to either catch up to The Walking Dead or it needs to be so different that they um, that they keep a lot of different storylines going at once as opposed to, where the, you know, The Walking Dead. We kind of just follow the one storyline, maybe a second one, but we usually just follow the one. Yeah. But I mean, I don't know if you saw that article that was posted a while ago. Uh, their numbers are dropping, so I don't know why they would try to create more drama if they may, may be at risk of being canceled. Well, I mean, obviously they wrote those stories before the numbers came out, so they got to. true. They, I mean, now that they see numbers are dropping, they might course correct. Do you feel like uh, this part of the season is has been dragging a lot more than it should? Um. I think, it, yeah, it definitely more than it should. It's probably going to be ramping up to a bigger episode at the end of the season. Um, but I think that it's weird that we constantly get – we're getting, like, the beginning of the season uh, the and the mid-season finale for both two-hour episodes. And then this season, the when they came back, was a two-hour. So it was a two-hour episode, and I, and I assume that the end of the season is going to be a two-hour episode which means that they're kind of just uh, you know, jamming all the episodes in together instead of spreading them out. So I don't know what that means. If it means that they're, the numbers aren't, are doing so poorly that they just want to get the episodes that they have in the can broadcast and then you know, not, not do more. That could be a thing. Um, I don't know. I do want to see some, some closure, though. I would definitely want to see some closure. Um, at this point, who are the characters that you're actually interested in? Maybe Madison and Nick. That that's about it. Everybody else seems a little bit too two dimensional. Really? So, uh, I like Walker, but I don't see his storyline really going any further. Um, Strand kind of got bland with me. Like, I don't like his whole his whole shtick anymore. Like he he when he was first introduced, he was the guy that could get you anything you needed. And now he's kind of like this guy that's always in need. Yeah. Uh, I would say, um, uh, what what's what's Daniel's daughter's name? Ophelia. Ophelia. Ophelia's had a really huge character arc, going from the, the timid, you know, damsel in distress to now being the more savage uh, fighter that she is, but she's still not getting that much screen time. So. You know, we don't really know that much about her. They're making us hate her on purpose. Oh, that's that's a good that's a good call. I wonder if that's going to play out for something then. Yeah, um, because I mean, whenever she's on screen, she's doing something selfish for the tribe. When you know, you kind of have a whole you shouldn't be helping them out because Madison and her group got you were you know kept you alive all this time. Right. Yeah. So that's my take on it. Any other characters that you're particularly interested in? I I want I want um, Troy's brother and I can't think of his name at the moment to be a better character, but at the moment he's just sick and not really doing much. I th- I mean, do you think his character is gonna you know eventually die off like this season? 
Probably. I mean, that would just go along with any boy that Alicia likes <laughs> ends up getting killed <laughs> or being a dick, right? Right. So well, uh, what's going to happen? I mean, the biggest drama was uh, Nick pulling his gun. What consequences do you think this is going to have? I don't know. Uh, I, did you agree with Madison giving the keys to all the weapons to Walker's tribe? No. Right? Didn't that seem a little? That seemed a little too much. Like even even I'm because I'm all about you know share and share alike, and everybody should just kind of work together, and this would be a lot easier. But like just giving all the keys to the weapons all all over to one side just seems like not a smart plan. Yeah, that was really irresponsible of her. And I mean, she's been tough, and she's able to talk everybody down. And I feel that she could have done the same with Walker. Or made angry Walker, but he would eventually agree to it. Right. So. Just to create more drama and tension, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, probably. <laughs> and that's 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 another one of the faults of the show that in comparison. It's just it just creates its own like it has the characters create their own drama as opposed to coming across the drama. Yeah. Uh you know, I don't know. Do you know how many episodes we have left of this this show? Um, there was one last week, wasn't there? There were. Well, I'm two episodes behind, and it sounds like you are two episodes behind. So yes, last week and this week, I think there's two or three more, and that's it. I think that sounds it sounds like too many. Wouldn't it be Not like really? Wouldn't it be like six or seven episodes altogether? Oh shit! You're you're right. Well. Walking Dead comes back this month. It ends on the Saturday be- or Sunday before it. Oh, okay. So it comes back. The Walking Dead comes back on the twentieth, right? Uh, twenty second. Twenty second. So I think you have two more episodes left. Yeah, two more. Yeah. Okay. Well, you know, and it's probably the like I said, the, probably the season finale is going to be a two part episode or a two hour episode. So you're right, three episodes. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think this is going to have a crazy cliffhanger? I think they're going to need to do something crazy in those last two episodes if they want people to, to turn, tune back in. They're going to have to do a Game of Thrones season finale? Maybe. Maybe Game of Thrones. Maybe we'll they'll finally do something where they connect it to the other show. That'd be awesome. And it seems like every character from the regular Walking Dead, every time the actors go to cons, they mm. get asked if the shows will ever cross over. Right. Yeah. And I imagine that's a, that's a big thing that everybody wants to know. And, uh, and, you know, they can't answer anything like that. So, yeah. If they did cross over, who would you want to see crossed over? Nick and, and Madison? Yeah, um, Matt, Madison basically just to see how she would butt heads with uh, with Rick. Okay, fair. I, I you know, and I, I don't care who who goes over there. Anybody's anybody's fine with me. Okay, <laughs> Ophelia, I want Ophelia too. All right, Ophelia will will go over there and she'll fall in love with Daryl Dixon, and they'll be live happily ever after. You you want Daryl to live happily ever after? Sure, why not? <laughs> uh, cool. Let's talk about Gotham then. All so right. I got to see the season premiere episode. I did not get to watch the Scarecrow episode. 
so talking about the the season premiere episode, um, how do you feel about my prediction from last season? Still, what was your prediction? One more time. The prediction that the 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 Bruce Wayne inside the <laughs> the proto Batman outfit is actually the clone. I still don't see it. I I don't see it anymore. Uh, I don't. I don't think that's that's what's happening there, but it doesn't make any sense to me that Bruce Wayne is so good at fighting it now. Like it just seems like instantly. I mean, I guess he did I do know. the whole Rachel Ghoul thing or the kind of League of Assassins or League of Shadows thing with uh, that one old dude in the basement or whatever. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah. Because that wasn't Rachel Ghoul, because Rachel Ghoul was the other guy, but. Uh, from Game of Thrones? Yeah, the guy from Game of Thrones, but. Like, I I don't know. It doesn't. It really doesn't make any sense to me. You know, I was actually kind of rooting rooting for you, <laughs> especially the the biggest problem I had with this episode was that Bruce is probably like what thirteen, fourteen years old now, and he's already doing the disappearing behind you know Gordon. Yeah, act. that was a funny moment though. Like. Because he, he's there as Bruce Wayne, and he's you know he's sitting in Gordon's office. It was office, right? Yeah, just waiting for him. And then when Gordon turns around to look at all the other cops, he Bruce is already gone. Yep. Uh, yeah. I mean, like, like that's what I'm talking about. It's like he, he I, I want a show where you actually have the year it's the it's it's bruce wayne's you know freshman year of college and he's sitting in class and he's like i can't do this anymore i can't just sit here you know listening to these professors droll on and he just walks out of class you know gets onto a plane lands somewhere starts you know losing all of his rich stuff like like just starts taking off all of his fancy coats and fancy shoes and shit and just starts walking the earth, you know, trying to learn things kind of like the little bit of beginning of Batman begins the movie Batman begins. Yeah. But that's the show like him traveling around the world for three seasons, just learning everything, learning, learning how to fight from different people, learning, uh, how to be an escape artist, learning how to be a detective, learning different people's like motives and, you know, the things that make him the greatest detective, the world's greatest detective like that's the show i want and we've kind of just skipped over that here like he's already going to be good at things it's like how why why is he just just going to be good because they need to speed up the show that's why <laughs> we can't make david marzu Mar- 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 maruz like be older he's 14 i know and it's not bad it's because we already know what the show's leading up to so maybe that's why the show feels like it needs to rush you know, Batman as well. Oh, okay. Yeah. I mean, yeah. And look, they've done it with all the villains, like every single one of them. Exactly. And I mean, even though they're getting way ahead of themselves because isn't year one, Batman year one taking place when he's 33. Oh, I don't think he's that old. Oh no. I think it's like 23. Oh, okay. Oh shit. Wow. Yeah. I always thought it was 33. No, I mean, I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure it's he's in his early 20s in Batman Year One. Okay. Uh, I mean, obviously, Batman Begins, 
they had an older actor, so they had to be closer to 33, but yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, Oh, what was I about to say? Uh, Oh, you know, funny, funny, uh, little side note, the actor who plays young Bruce Wayne, David Maruse, uh, has the same birthday as me. Like, not, not the same year, but the same day. Oh, and uh, as DC Comics has has pointed out, that that is also Bruce Wayne's birthday, February nineteenth. I know you're so lucky. I am jealous. <laughs> but isn't that weird that the kid playing Bruce Wayne has the same birthday as Bruce Wayne? Yeah, it is a little weird of a coincidence. That's that's very strange. Like I, I, I feel like the show should play that up a little bit more. Like they should just do something about that. I wonder, I mean, I bet you, like, if you follow them on Twitter or uh, on on Facebook or something, they probably they probably did something, like, on his birthday. Well, that's true. They might have. Um, okay, so Catwoman, or as she's known right now, Selena Kyle, is learning more of the ropes with uh, Tabitha. And they've kind of joined up with uh, Penguin's gang. Only because they had to. Well, they did have to. Because of crime licenses. <laughs> what a stupid plan. <laughs> it's paying off the the mayor and the police chief, was it, or commissioner? Was it the commissioner? I, I don't know. They said something. If it was a commissioner, it wouldn't make sense because isn't uh, Bullock acting commissioner at the moment no he's acting captain acting captain yeah then yeah i think it was a commissioner okay um uh, uh penguin you know you know what the biggest takeaway i had for him for that first episode was that uh he got a new haircut <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't have that same like pointy head like up in the back uh haircut going on that he did in the previous seasons. He has a, like a normal normal haircut right now. Maybe maybe it was just that one episode. Maybe. Uh, I hope not because I like his new haircut better. <laughs> <laughs> they, they need to give him more cartooniness. Okay. They needed to? That's why they had that old, that old haircut? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, but I'm just giving you shit. Oh, uh, okay. Oh. So I did want to ask you, I actually forgot about this uh, too. How do you feel about um, little David wanting to play Damien in a you know live action Batman movie? Uh, I, I say it's never going to happen, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> it doesn't matter that he said it. Um, one, he's already playing Bruce Wayne, so they the, the studio would never allow that to happen. Two, I mean, is he doing what he needs? One, he's already older. He's too old to play Damien. Yeah. And and two, um like is he doing the physicality that he needs he needs to do to play Damien because that's a big part. Now, if he wanted to play Tim Drake at some point in the future, uh a future DC movie, that would work cuz he's getting around to that right age. Yeah. Um I found it interesting that he wanted to do it, but I don't see it happening. I don't think we're ever going to see a Damien on you know the big screen anytime soon. You don't think so? I don't know. I no. think I think with uh, Ben Affleck playing Batman, and we've already we're going to get a Nightwing movie. 
So he already went through Dick Grayson, and Jason Todd's suit is in the case. So that means we already he already he's died. Dead. He yeah he's already dead. Uh, so that just leaves a a Tim Drake and a and a Damien and Ben Affleck being older, he could definitely have a son. Yeah, it's true. It but could I, it could happen. I don't see it happening. I don't see it happening either. But it okay. could happen. <laughs> <laughs> if but, the I studio mean, really wanted it. If the studio really wanted it, you could definitely do um uh what's the what's the name of the story that introduced Damien as a son? Son of the Batman. Um, son of Batman? Son, it was a son of Batman? By Grant Morrison? Yeah, you could you could I could see them adapting that into a live action movie because they already did the, the the adaptation for the animated movie. So That's true. You know, they're just going to follow suit. They did Batman Attack on Arkham. Yeah, so that became the Suicide Squad movie, which, I mean, it was pretty right. similar. All right. Because Mitch said so. Because <laughs> Mitch said so. <laughs> All right, so, you know, uh, was there anything else in that first episode that's worth mentioning? Um, Riddler's frozen. Riz- Riddler- and he's on display. That's about it. Yeah, and, uh, you know, the, the whole... Um, you know, got the uh, the 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 gang that didn't want to pay for uh, licenses, trying to go up against Penguin and his licenses. It's it's I don't know. That's such a weird plot point. Crime's gone down because we we're making people do licenses. That's just dumb. Because they can't murder anybody. That that's a thing. That's why the crime rate is so low. <laughs> Even though you. If you have a license, you can literally go up to anybody and rob them. Yeah, the cops can't do anything. That means crime is high. That's retarded. <laughs> That's stupid. I mean, I guess if it's legal crime, then it's not a crime, right? So the crime rate is going down because crime is legal. <laughs> God, whoever wrote this this arc is Jesus Christ. Oh, yeah. And the name of the arc for this half of the season is called Dark Knight. Yeah, but with a without the K. Yeah. Seriously though. <laughs> uh, the 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 disappointment in your voice just makes it all <laughs> worth it. <laughs> so, uh, the, did you feel anything for what the those criminals did to Jonathan Crane? I I mean that that's fucked up. That's pretty much all I can say. And you know, I'm glad that they got. They had it coming, basically. You know, it pissed me off that Jonathan Crane will not grow up to be the psychiatrist that he was, you know, he was in the comic books. Because to me, that's like an important part of his his, uh, character and the reason why he does what he does. So, because they just skipped right over that and made him into the Scarecrow and it's because of his father's, you know, fear gas. So now he's just a guy that runs around with fear gas. Yep, nothing special. Yeah, um, I don't know. It just it, that kind of pissed me off about that character. I mean, it's it's what they're doing with all the characters. I mean, you have a poison ivy that doesn't that didn't have her doctorate in botany. You have um, currently don't have a doctor Harleen Quinzel yet. You so. don't have a doctor Harleen Quinzel. Don't I mean I don't know what they're going to end up doing with the Joker or not. Uh, Mr. Freeze, was he even a, a doctor anymore? Was he a scientist? Firefly? 
sped up. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, we don't know if a uh, man bat exists yet. We don't know if man bat exists. Well, we, we know that we're going to see Solomon Grundy this season, though. Yeah. So that's pretty awesome. CG, terrible CG. You ready for it? <laughs> I am ready. You think it's going to be bad CG? I think they're just going to make uh, Butch look like paint him up in white paint. No zombie prosthetics? Uh, maybe maybe a couple, but not much. Do you think he's going to say the nursery rhyme, or do you think he's actually going to be able to talk? No, I, I bet he just says the nursery rhyme. Do you think he's going to grow his hand back, though? I think so. Huh. That's interesting. He regenerates. I know, but like his hand hasn't grown back yet. Why? Why is it going to be now? Is why is it now that his hand's going to grow back? Because he died. Oh, that's true. You got a point. <laughs> uh, okay. Well, so what happened in the Scarecrow episode? The, the second episode. I'm pretty sure that was the same episode. What, I don't what, think there was a second episode. There is a second episode. It came out last week. Oh. Then I'm sorry, I could not watch that one because I did not have it recorded. Okay, because I have no internet or cable. So then we will talk about it next time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, then what we saved for last is Preacher. And I have to say right now, Daniel, you outdid me with your sleuthing and your speculation because you were correct. God was dog still makes no sense why you know that dog or why god is dressed up in a dog suit hey uh you know what he was he he, he's a freaky dude (laughs) (laughs) and he he likes to uh you know he, he likes what he likes i guess uh i guess that's what the the creators of the show meant at the san diego comic con um panel when they said god is someone that we've already met I mean, they even called him flat out in the first, you know, episode that he was God. Yeah, they said, uh, you know, take me to God. They took him to God. It was a dog, and it even said God somewhere in in the room, right? Yeah, and I had a list of prices for, uh, you know, whatever you wanted to do. (laughs) And that's who it was. I mean, what do you think? Well, one, the reveal came because it was funny because uh, we hadn't talked about it when they did the Humperdoo ep- episode, did we? Because he kept... Is that when you made your prediction about the dog? No, because I remember you, uh, you you made the prediction about the dog being God, and then I saw the Humperdoo episode, and he has those all those pictures of God, or of the dog drawn there, and I was like, yeah. oh my God, Daniel's going to be correct. This is going <laughs> to be awesome. And uh, I don't think we had talked about the episodes yet. I don't think so either. Yeah. So, but we did talk about Humperdoo. So we had yeah. to, we just didn't bring it up, I guess. It's not. Um, and then you know, finally Jesse puts it together that uh, Humperdoo was telling him the truth, pointing him in the right direction, and he goes back, and the dog's not there anymore because I guess he just got done with his fetish. And then at the very end of the season, we see the dog suit draped over a chair as someone is cleaning up in the bathroom. And the door opens, and it's a bright light because because god yeah so who do you think will be playing god i think it's gonna be like a really big actor really you think so huh i think so if or I... it's gonna be like a, it might be like a one episode cameo but i think it might be somebody big if it's a one episode cameo and i and i had 
like gut react or yeah gut reaction um right now who who i think it should be ron perlman oh that's fucking awesome <laughs> could you just imagine ron perlman being god coming out and talking and then jesse having to ask him you know why why the dog outfit that'd be awesome i'm for it <laughs> did you have you- someone else in mind though um, I was just thinking, you know, since uh, Seth Rogen is really good friends with everybody that, you know, stars in his movies, um, I was going to say, what if they got, um, they made James Franco look a little bit older? I mean, I could see, I could definitely see it happening. James Franco will do just about anything. Like he, he loves to do a bunch of different, a bunch of different shit. So uh, I could, and I don't see why you'd have to make him look older because God can make himself look any age he wants, I would assume. That's true. I don't think about that either. Either. <laughs> what if they got the the actor, like who portrayed the actor that was portraying God? And it just it just <laughs> that'd be, and he that'd just, be a mind fuck, right? And he like looked the same, and like they're like, this is why we picked that other actor because he looks just like him. Yeah. Damn. <laughs> I would like to see it. I would laugh. I'd be like, I don't give them a round of applause like all right you played us (laughs) uh what do you think that jesse will do when he finally gets to if he actually gets to meet god i mean now that they left it with a cliffhanger like that i mean he has to meet him in the next season right yeah i think so um which actually brings me to the next question what do you think um jesse is going to give up in order for his you know for his grandmother to bring back to look that is a really good question. So what do you think he gave up the first time to bring the chicken back? He gave up was it was, did did they show us what he gave up? No. Uh she just said everything uh, com- uh comes with a price comes and he the- said I know and then Yeah. Uh and I want to say the introduction to uh Jesse's I'm I'm assuming mother's side of the family was incredible. In what way? In what way? Like, just to see, like, you know, how much they hated Jesse's father and then wanted Jesse to be, you know, to denounce him. And then they were, you know, putting him in that box underwater and torturing him until the point where, you know, he he uh, uh, obeyed, I guess, is the best way to put it, or he broke. And then, you know, made him part of the, the whole con job, like, you know, having to swindle people and telling them they, the, this is the direct, this is where you know the people are, the mediums, you know, miss whatever can do all kinds of weird shit. Like <laughs> that whole family this is like just roaming gypsies, I guess is the best way to put it, or hillbilly gypsies. Yeah. So, do you think um, the person in the car was also his grandma taking the money, or who do you think that was? I don't know. That's a good question. Uh, what we? Oh, yeah, the one where he he kind of was like trying to uh save some money for himself. Yeah. Yeah, probably. I, it might have been his grandma. It might have just. It might just been like a some a cousin or something though. I don't know. I don't know. The show's really good at making you wonder or guess what's gonna happen next. That's it, true because it could go. Anywhere. 
Uh, I think that's what I like about the show that it's so random, but it works for it. What did you What did you think of uh, Jesse losing the 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 word of God, or at least it being on the Fritz? Um, do you really think? Because I have a little theory. Do you really think that uh, the little vial that Airstar said, like you know, you got to do our bidding? I have your soul right here. Do you think that really was a soul, or do you think he's bluffing? Because I think the little piece of soul that he gave to um, the Saint of Killers is what's affecting him and making him lose, um, you know, Genesis. Oh, yes. I, I definitely think that, that that's the reason why he's, um, he's, he's, uh, it's not working for him because, um, you know, I, I'm guessing without his soul or not so much not without his soul because it was still working even when the Saint of Killers, you know, was underwater. I think it's because someone else has control of his soul now. Oh, okay. So with that, Genesis isn't able to work pr properly. And yeah, I do think Airstar has, has it in that vial. Maybe not that particular vial. If he's smart enough, he has that, he has Jesse's vial like in a safe somewhere and he just has a decoy in his hand. But, uh, I do think it's because the, that they, the, the, the grail have his soul, have control okay. of his soul or part of his soul. And it's just 1%, which is also so weird. Yeah, it shouldn't have. I mean, I feel that, um, or I think that with it just being the 1%, um, you know, people that have more stronger wills, I feel that, you know, he should struggle with them. But the people that, you know, have don't have that strong willpower, he should be able to, you know, control with his voice. Right. Like it, normal. Yeah, 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 exactly. Um What'd you think of uh, the, the the Grail, you know, pulling the switcheroo on him with uh with the Santa Killers? That was a uh, really, really. I mean, they had it planned out. They wanted uh, Tulip to break up uh, with Jesse, so the Grail could, you know, have him. So it was really, it was a really good move on their part. Yeah, and you know, obviously, Tulip's biggest fear is the Santa Killers coming back and. And there he is. It happened. He's back. Yeah. And, oh, man, it, it sucks that, you know, Tulip had the, uh, got shot and then the whole debate whether, like, let me bite her or, you know, and Jesse fighting fighting Cass off. Yeah, no kidding, with her sitting there dying and they, the two of them having to or fighting each other. Yeah. What and did you just, think? Like, do you let think, her die. Do you think that he should have let uh, Cassidy bite her or cause really what's she going to, what's, what's the grandmother is the grandmother going to bring her, bring her back as a zombie? You know, like, is she going to be okay with that? What's the difference? Yeah, I don't, I don't know, especially cause uh, I mean, did we, hold on. Did we see the chicken get back up after he visited his grandma? I think so. Okay. I think she's gonna come back, you know, really uh, back to normal. Like nothing ever happened. Oh, okay. But I mean, the consequence is gonna be really, really big. Well, yeah. I, I mean, obviously, yeah. There's gonna definitely have to be some big consequences. Now, we saw the, and obviously, we we now know what the whole point of Denny being in the show was for this season, because we had to have stakes for when 
Tulip died and, you know, they were going to bite her or Cassidy was wanting to bite her because when he turned Denny and then eventually Denny started being bad, you know, it proves that it's not a good thing. Like, even though Cassidy is the vampire that we know and he's able to control himself, not everybody can control themselves. So eventually he ended up having to kill his own son. Yeah, which was I, I saw it coming, which but also sucked to watch. Did you did you get the feeling that Cassidy was hiding that dog from from Denny because that he was gonna eat the dog? Yes. <laughs> uh, I got that feeling too, but then like when you saw him with the dog, he 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 was just petting it, so but he was creepy as fuck, so Yeah. <laughs> it was he became super creepy when he became a vampire. Um, but the thing is, too, um, I don't know why Cass would have that moral, I guess, compass going off because we've seen Cass eat stray cats all the fucking time. Oh, that's true. But, you know, I guess people just care more about dogs. I guess so. Yeah, <laughs> fuck cats. <laughs> uh, yeah, so, you know, the the Saint of Killers gets stopped by... This, by the, the hell supervisor, the leader. yeah, hell supervisor, <laughs> supervisor, leader. I don't know. Yeah, uh, which was pretty amazing that she had such control over him. Yeah, and he didn't even ask any questions. He just said, "Next time, preacher," and then directly said, "I want to speak to Satan." So that confirms that their Satan is doing well, I guess. Yeah, I guess so, and um. And that the Grail have some type of hold over the you know the corporation that that has to pr- police pr- prison, I guess. Yeah, which or is prison, a whole different hell. thing on its own too. Yeah, because you know the Grail, she says something about like the Grail helped you out here, right, Jesse? Or yeah, yeah. And he's like, "Well, you can't take him away. He has my soul." And she just says, "That's a shame," and walks away. Yeah. Uh. Which, you know, also brings up the fact that Eugene and Hitler escaped hell. Yeah. And you were kind of half right with don't trust Hitler. Okay. So what did I say? Just don't trust Hitler. You know, he has a... Because it's Hitler. Yeah. Because it's Hitler. <laughs> I mean, they, did, they do a great job of making you, you know, kind of be sympathetic for Hitler, which is a terrible thing to say. Uh, yeah. But then, you know, Eugene and, and, and Hitler make it out. They they come up through a, a manhole, right? Yeah, they go through a manhole. They end up walking through the forest and end up at a beach. Oh, no, okay, yeah. But, I mean, once they finally oh. get to a town, how did... But... Oh, they um, they were uh, they were transported on, on that bus. Okay, yeah. So they came, they got off the bus and... Eugene's like, oh, so you know, what do you want to, you know, what do you want to do now? And then Hitler just takes off, <laughs> gets hit by a car, he gets hit by a car, <laughs> uh, and then he just keeps keeps running anyways because now he's alive. <laughs> so uh, it was interesting to get uh, some backstory on Hitler and you know his his little piece of hell, his private hell, was uh, having to relive the the day that there were. There were no plum cakes for him. 
<laughs> no plum kicks for him over a girl. And pretty much uh, his reasoning was he has to rewatch it because that was the last day he was nice. Yeah. Um. Uh, and then Eugene to to I guess you know there's a back door that's always open to get out if you do the thing that you're basically if you get the closure that you you want. Yeah. There that you need. So he tells the girl that, you know, I like you, but you you you're kind of a, you're you're pretty much a bitch. Uh, that opens the window a little bit. You know, um, telling telling that telling his dad that his dad was being a dick to him you know that that made it uh you know a little bit better that opened the door opened the window more and then and then jesse too right yeah what do you have to say to jesse i think he also had to tell jesse that he was a dick (laughs) so that was an interesting part of the story do you think that eugene makes it back to his well well now crater in the ground that used to be his town or does he go looking for Jesse? He'll probably go looking for Jesse. And I don't know what's going to... He'll forgive him for sending him to hell. Um, Jesse's going to have to explain to Eugene, obviously, what happened. But he'll eventually forgive him. He'll find Jesse. Um, and, if, and I mean, if the hell people were recently in New Orleans, I have a feeling they're going to drop him off in New Orleans as well. Yeah, probably. So do you think this is the last we saw of uh, Hitler, the last we saw of Saint of Killers? Uh, what do you think uh, Airstar has in plan for Jesse? Basically, yes, we'll see the Saint of Killers again. Hitler, um, I think he's going to end up getting killed and we're just going to see him appear back in hell for like a little comedic relief kind of thing. Um, and basically Jesse is a girl's bitch now because they have that weighing over him and saying like, Hey, we have a piece of your soul. So you have to do our bidding, whether you like it or not. All right. Yeah. I, I think that, I think we'll definitely see the Saint and killers again. And I, I'm betting that we'll end up the Saint and killers will end up teaming up with Jesse. Huh. Uh, yeah. It, Cause you know, TV shows like to do this, those type of things. Uh, I think Hitler will it's be, true a story on a TV screen in the background somewhere. It would be like, no man shot to death looks a lot like Hitler. And that's, and then, um, I think that's what the Santa killers and Jesse will team up against will be against air star and the rest of the grail. Okay. Um, I mean, the last thing that we saw from this was Cass saying, you know, Hey Jesse, I hate you. I really hate you. Um, do you think they're going to go their separate ways? No, I think that was, that's like when you're, you know, your, your best friend, your close friend says, I hate you. Like it, 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 it's just more of that in that moment. I don't think he, I don't think he really does hate him. Okay. And then, uh, the other question I had for you is, uh, what do you think, or how do you feel about the show kind of mimicking what we saw in Kingsman with, uh, you know, a slow song and then have it sped up and have it be an entire fight scene. I mean, I, the fight scene in, in this show I love. So I, I loved uh, every minute of that as well. Okay, cool. Because I liked it too. <laughs> I mean, for the few fight scenes that we do get to see in this show, I think they do them really well. They really do. 
wonder what that choreographer has done too. <laughs> it, it flows really smooth and it's entertaining. Very, very much so. Uh, okay, those are the shows that we're going to be talking about this week. Uh, if there is any other things that uh, you know, listeners would like to talk to us about, well, you can reach me on Twitter as at agent underscore of the underscore bat. Daniel's also on Twitter as Daniel Von Helvet. The rest of Geek Elite Radio is at Geek Elite Radio on Twitter, at Geek Elite Radio on Instagram, and Facebook.com backslash Geek Elite Radio. Uh, check out our website, geekeliteradio.com, for archived episodes of this podcast and other podcasts on the Geek Elite Radio Network. And uh, we just want to say thank you for the two years that you spent with us so far, and hopefully there's many more years to come. And uh, anything else you wanted to put in there, Daniel? Thank you so much for listening, and uh, I can't wait to give you more episodes, and more content. That's right. Yeah, neither can I. So uh, for Televised Rolex on the Geek Elite Radio Network, we're trying to tell you, always remember to geek out. Geek out. We now return you to your regularly scheduled program.